Happy New Year! Hi, I'm Anita Joyce here with Kelly Wilkness, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks, Episode 398, Start Right at Home, 2020. How did this happen? It's 2020. Oh my gosh. I know. That seems monumental for some reason. Maybe because it's the 2020. It's a new decade. Yeah, a new decade. I mean, do you remember when we had those Y2K parties? No, because I was in middle school. It really wasn't any big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, I do. Everybody thought that everything, the world was going to end. Everyone's computer was going to blow up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it didn't. And we're all here. And now yeah. it's 20 years later. I was just thinking about that. Wow. Because, yeah, because we spend the, uh, our New Year's Eve is with the same group of people that I've been spending it with for over 20 years. So Really? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. How fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been doing this, uh, yeah, a little bit longer than that. Yeah. Well, we have the Rose Parade here, which is so fabulous every year. So our New Year's has definitely changed um, over the course of 20 years. We've done a lot of different things, and that's what we do now. So it's I it's kind of, New Year's Eve is kind of like, um, you know, the prom. Like, it's it's more fun to think about than actually happen for me, you know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, was your prom like mine? Yes. Yeah, it well, sounded like, great, but then, eh, yeah. Yeah, the buildup is – it really – getting ready is the most exciting part. But – um. Now it's great because I have a good reason to go to bed early on New Year's Eve because we want to get up early to see the floats because they're right outside our door practically. Yeah, well, we just, yeah, well, our reason is just because we're tired. That's why we're going to bed early. <laughs> well, you must, you're running with a wild New Year's crowd. It's a, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's wild. Yeah. Okay. That's all I can say about that. Yes. Well, it's going to be a wild and exciting year. I, as we've discussed before, I love January. Anita loves January. Oh, we do. The world is full of possibilities. So we have some really exciting things going on this year for Decorating Tips and Tricks, which we'll talk about a little bit later. And we are going to talk about your home right now and starting the year off right. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? I am. Well, I think we both do this, but what a nice time of year to start a new habit like this. And it's totally free to do this. And it's going to keep your house cleaner. And that is to take off your shoes when you walk in the house. And if you if it, the house is cold or whatever, just have some shoes that you just use inside the house, slippers, house shoes, whatever you want to call them. We've had that argument before. Not uh, an argument. <laughs> just interesting. <laughs> Car- my grandmother what? called them carpet slippers. You call oh, them house okay. shoes. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, I just, I think that's a nice habit to get into. Uh, I don't make guests take their shoes off, but it just, it, my family, I just think it's a nice habit. My mom made me do it as a kid. And I thought, you know what? That's a nice thing to do. It just kind of keeps your house clean because yeah, studies show that 90 some percent of shoes have a little dog poo on them. So you don't want to track that in your house. <laughs> you read the most interesting studies. I was so it's so funny when you're doing that. I just grab my phone. I'm like, I'm going to type on what is on the bottom of people's shoes. Well, you know, I mean, I didn't know you were starting off with this, but that's an easy one. Already been doing that my entire life. Well, I In know. Fact, but, okay, yeah. my mom was so crazy about it. Like, if you had, say, you had like 
running shoes on and you lace them all up and you know that's not that it's mm-hmm. the biggest deal in the world but to take them off say you forget something and my mom heard you walking through and I'd be like I just put these on you know I'm just going out for a run or whatever she'd be like get on your knees <laughs> knee your way back to get your key or your chapstick or whatever. If you don't want to take them off, get on your knees. Yeah. She was a hard liner. Well, there are, you know, she's, she's, my mother's a wonderful woman uh, and very sweet, but that, that was a, that was a rule. You don't Mm -hmm. break. And then I just grew up doing that. And it's so true. And I have a dear friend of mine and she, she was not a shoe taker off her. Her family just – she just let them come in with her footwear on mm-hmm. and all the dog poo on the bottom of them. Apparently. Oh, I know. Um, and she then – as we became good friends and she was spending more time in my house, she's like, I can't believe how clean your floors are. And like, and you said, that? you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't really work so hard on my floors. I just mm-hmm. don't let anybody mm-hmm. in with shoes on. So I'm wondering, maybe we could just start keeping a basket of those, maybe some slippers or some of those – paper things you put on your shoes. Don't tell people to put them on, but you just leave them there by the it's door. It's just a nice and suggestion. And if someone feels so inclined, then they can. Yeah, exactly. Or if you have your running shoes on already and you forget your key, you slip those on, you don't have to take your shoes back off and then you don't have to get on your knees. Yeah. yeah so it's just it's, a tip. Yeah. It, well, it's well worth it. It saves you a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. I think it's, yeah. And, and, the, it, yeah. and the dog poo part. And that. Ugh. Yeah. All right. Well, getting your house in order is... I think it's so fun this time of year. I mean, it's all the organizational opportunities you have. And, you know, the P word's going to just come up again. You need to purge, right? You need to purge mm-hmm. and you need to organize. I'm actually working with two new clients that they got on board with me right before Christmas. And they were like, you know, they were like, could you come over like maybe on the 24th? I'm like, no, no, no. We can't start until the new year. You know, I do have a family. They wanted you to come Christmas Eve? Oh, they, well, they just want to start sooner than later. You know, once you decide you want to get organized and purge, it's just, you want to have have it happen now. You're ready to do it. True. Right. So now is the time. So please do that. Do yourself a favor. Don't put all those Christmas decorations away without going through them, and you'll feel really ruthless about them now. Um, so it, it's harder when they're coming out the first time each year, but now you have to put them away and think about, you know, then storing them and all of that. Maybe you can cut down some of the bins that you have to put away. So do all of that seasonal stuff. And then as you're putting, if you're deciding then to put new things out, you know, give everything a hard look and really decide, you know, sure, use the joy statement, whatever you want to say. Is this making me happy? Is this giving me joy? You know, do I even like this or why do I have this might be a question mm-hmm. and get rid of it all. Well, it's interesting you're saying this because now is also the time if you don't have good storage bins. And for a long time, I did not have st- good storage bins for the or- for my ornaments. Uh, now is the time to buy them because now is when the stores are full of them. Go ahead and get the ones for your, the ones you're keeping, but kind of figure out what you're keeping first. Because if you're not keeping all your ornaments, you may be able to get rid, get whittle it down to fewer bins, even. Yeah. So but do you have something... the ones that have all the individual compartments? Oh yes, the dividers, oh, of course. Oh, 
Oh, see, I don't. I don't. I just use I use like the tissue paper well, from I the mean, presents each year, and I just mm-hmm. put fresh tissue around everything. But mm-hmm. yeah, I've kind of always dreamed of a life with those. Well, I mean, it's not like they're expensive. They're just cardboard pieces that go in there. I know, but it's like I have all these bins, and you're like, what are you going to do with the bins? You don't. Then you're not using those bins anymore. You know, bins, bins, bins. So I've never done it. Well, I yeah, it was just kind of a mess what I had I, anyway, and so I didn't. You know, and I do, I am conscious of, of creating trash where I don't need it. So anything that was worth keeping, I used to store other things in. Right. Well, good. But for, for the most part, you know, I just had things that were just kind of mashed in. and Yeah. No, it's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it is nice to open. I can imagine that. Because I have to open everything with tissue to say, oh, what is that? But mm-hmm. I have all my bins labeled. Also, labeling things when you're oh, putting them away. Yes. yes. Um, I know. I think Anita has a label maker. You have a lot of cool things. I don't have a label maker. Maybe you, I'll get one of those. You have to have a label maker. Well, How let me can ask you, you this. call yourself an organized blogger if you do not have a label maker? Well, because I make my own labels with a Sharpie. Oh, but no, here's no, no. the thing. No, you need the white background on it. Well, you can do it on white paper. And that's <laughs> what I do. So I do write it on white paper, like a white post-it, and then I tape it on mm-hmm. the box with packing tape. But here's the thing. The packing tape, for whatever reason, doesn't stick to all those types of bins. No, it just doesn't stick right. What? It's like 20 bucks. What's your holdout? Oh, I just because, you know, it's another thing and I don't like to have gadgety things, but if I'm going to use it, that one's worth it. it. Okay. Let me ask this is the crucial question. This will turn and decide whether I get one. When oh, you, I feel so much pressure right now. I Go know. Ahead. Well, it better be. Well, I, we won't know if you're lying until I test it. <laughs> but if I print it out on the label maker, does the sticky part of the label actually affix to Rubbermaid style bins? Because the packing tape does not stay nicely hmm. on there. It peels away after a short time. I do not know about that. Oh, you're a little on the fence. You're not going to commit to that. Well, I use it mainly for, well, no, I don't know about on the bins because plastic's a little bit different. Uh, you might, it might do better. I think it depends on if, is it a flat surface? Yeah, or they're pretty bumpy. flat. They're sometimes they're a little textured. I think oh, that's Oh, I would think issue. it would work fine if it's All a right. flat surface. I'm going to okay. vote it's going to work. All mm-hmm. right. Okay. Well, we'll yeah. see. Well, maybe I'll just treat myself to that for our birthday. Oh, I, you love organization. I you're, do. I you're love gonna, it. Okay. When you get it, you will yeah. be texting me all day about how much you love it. I'll just I'm be printing out you, label. I'll, I'll just get your phone out now. And then I'll take a photo of it and say, I love this. You will label. be. It, it it will bring so much joy to your life. Oh, that's right. I had a label maker. Remember these when you were little and they came on like that, that hard plastic and it would actually like punch it out. It wasn't printed. Oh. You You're going those? way back. Yeah. That's in the way back machine. Oh, yeah. I had a squirrel one. You could make the labels. I did enjoy that. Okay. So maybe I'll like a real label maker. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about this? Mm-hmm. If you have a storage space, and I bet a lot of you do, I'm always surprised the number of people actually have off-site storage containers and they're paying mm-hmm. for those. Mm-hmm. If you haven't visited that in a while and mm-hmm. if it doesn't uh, generate income for you, like it's stuff for your business and it's just stuff you don't really want to have in your house and you're probably never going to even use it again, I would ask yourself, why am I paying good money for that? And I would go there and I would go through it. This and- is such an example of when clutter 
cost you money. Mm-hmm. That is expensive real estate. Yeah. You are paying for that. And when we were having our garage apartment built, I had some stuff in storage and it just was too much for me every month having to write that check. Oh, I bet. Well, I mean, oh, it was automatically drafted, it. but whatever. I mean, every month I knew that money was coming out and it bugged me so much because it just felt like such a throwaway of money. So, yes, I think mm-hmm. absolutely. If you've got stuff in storage, then it's costing you, and you can see on your bill what right. it's costing you every month. Right. And I'm going to wager to say it's probably not worth it. No. So what I would suggest is first you purge and organize at home. So then if there is anything in that storage space that you actually do want or you actually feel like you would pass on to someone and they would want it, 15, 20, whatever, mm-hmm. 30 years from now, uh, then at least you'll have some space for it because you've cleared out at home. But really, it is just really wasteful. Yeah, I see, you know, drive by those public storage places and you just oh. think like, what is in there? No, like, no, no. It's like the land of misfit toys, like oh, this no. rando stuff. Like, <laughs> sure, if you're in the middle of a giant renovation and you had to put your, some of your furniture in there and that's furniture you love and you're going to use again, that makes sense. But if it's just overflow and you haven't needed it, wanted it, gone to it, and you've just been paying for it, please revisit. Please get well, rid of it if you can. the worst part of it is the stuff that you get rid of you're not even going to miss a year from now. I'm telling no, you, no. it's such a waste of money. But I want to go back to the label maker. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's I'm ordering tip. it now. Let me go on okay. to Amazon. Yeah, just please, just, just do it today. You're going to thank me. The files, which I know you claim you have no need for. And I'm, all I can tell you is you need to go kiss your husband because he's doing you a service. There must be scads. I, I just filed stuff three days ago, and now there's a massive stack again. So it, I just boggles my mind, but we can talk about that offline. <laughs> and, and, I, and, and you might say, well, you should be getting all this stuff electronically. A lot of bills I do. Mm-hmm. A lot of bills I do. I don't know why. But anyway, it's a massive stack. So here's the thing is what I've started doing is at the end of each... So now when I get these, when I do my labels, I put on there the year. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do is all my labels in there that have the number 2019, which means these are things that have to be replaced every year because otherwise it's just going to be too massively fat otherwise. Mm -hmm. So I take out all my folders that have the 2019 on them, set them aside, and I'm going to make new ones that say 2020. And start over with a clean slate. And then all those 2019 ones I'm going to put together in a box called 2019 files. So that with we'll a have a label them for, on the box. With a label on yeah. them. So we'll have them for taxes. But mm-hmm. now they're not junking up my space in my office because we just need them for taxes. And then, you know, we're kind of done with them. They can go up in the attic. And because I have very little space for, for my files. And so there's no need for stuff like that to be gumming it up. I really just need stuff that's very current. Uh, so anyway, so that's what well, I do every year. How satisfying does that sound? That is a fabulous way to start off the new year. Isn't that? It's very organized. And very again, organized. this is going to make your life so ha- so happy because there's probably stuff in your... If you have a large file cabinet, there's probably a bunch of stuff in there that you really probably haven't even used in a year. So move that stuff out of the way. Maybe there's a folder for an old car that you don't even have anymore. Who Mm -hmm. knows? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what we have files of? My in-laws' taxes 
they filed since the first year they were married. Okay. And uh, you're giving to, uh, no, 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 wait a minute. If it were up to me. No, I think we, I finally convinced him to get rid of all of them except maybe the first year or two. Okay. All right. Well, I know. Now listen, there's, if it were up to me, there's a lot of stuff in this house that would be gone and the garage would be pretty empty. In fact, I've just been bumping into stuff in the garage thinking, "Mm, this stuff's got to go. So it's okay. not just my it's not just my decision. So there you go. Okay. So uh, other practical things that you can be doing in your home at the beginning of the year is the sexy changing of your filters. So, oh, yeah. So you this really is a that. fun episode, isn't it? Well, you know, it's got to be done, and you'll be having a well-oiled machine once you get this all rolling. Mm-hmm. It saves you money if you have nice, clean filters, and you don't want this all the dust particles and things like that blowing back out on your family. So there's a reason why your HVAC guy encourages you to do mm-hmm. it. For years, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, sure. But you know, if, when you do it and you're on a schedule, you do it once a year. you really supposed to do it like every six months, but mm-hmm. hey- once a year is good. Start with that. So change your filters. Figure out what sizes you need. You can order them online or you can get them at your local hardware store. In conjunction with that, see if any of your appliances need to be serviced, things mm-hmm. like that. Sometimes you just need to have something done that you've kind of put off. It's working, but it's not great. I have one burner on my stove that isn't working and I have to light it with a match. Like Now is the time to get the guy out here and just have it fixed. Um, so if you've got any little nagging things like that uh, around your house, whether it's appliances or doorknobs or locks or something like that or any of those little tasks that just sort of like, oh, yeah, I wish I had done that. Uh, you know, you go to use something and it's still not really working, right? Or you're sort of making do with the way the, the thing is operating at that point. Either fix it or replace it. It'll save you time. It'll save you a little bit of stress and, you know, energy. So it's a great way to start the year with everything working as it should. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm also thinking about it being winter time, and we're talking about all these things that may feel a little tedious, but it's good, but it feels good when you get it done. But I have a, a tip for something to do that's going to make you feel happy immediately. Yeah. See? I know you're going to like it. You got my attention. Mm -hmm. Get a new plant because, you know, it's probably dark and dreary outside. Uh, The leaves may be gone from most of the plants and the trees outside. And it's just a great time of year to have something growing inside the house. Now, I love to do the paper white bulbs this time of year. But if you're not into forcing bulbs, uh, just go get a plant to enjoy inside. Yeah. And it just needs to stay alive until everything's green outside. And then if it, if it doesn't live past that point, then you know what? It's okay. It's done its job, right? Yes. Yes. And you know, if you're getting a small plant for your desk or your counter, it's not going to cost you too much money. So it's kind of like long-term fresh cut flowers. It's fine. You know? Yeah. Oh, speaking of, and this is not a sponsor, but I did do this. Um, I, uh, sent someone some flowers from Farm Girl Flowers mm-hmm. over Christmas. And I just want to tell you how spectacular that was uh, oh. for the recipient. It was also just a really nice uh, experience to order them online. You know, because when you order flowers, does, has this ever happened to someone where you're like, oh, I want to send flowers to somebody who lives in X town and you type in the town and you think you're going to get 
like mom and pop florist from some town. But no, you you got to get redirected to some giant FDD type of situation and all of the bouquets look the same and they come in sort of like these tacky baskets and whatnot. And somehow, you know, you're not dealing with the mom and pop. Well, Farm Girl is a different experience completely from that. And the flowers that arrived were spectacular. Um, So you know what I say? And I'm going to do this for myself. I didn't do it yet, but I'm going to. Order yourself some flowers from Farm Girl. I'm going to order myself some Casablanca lilies because that's my favorite and have that scent through my house. Um, That to me is just the white and the scent just really – epitomizes January for me. So I'm going to do that. So I encourage you guys to go check her out. Um, I think it's a pretty cool business and it's woman owned and this uh, woman, Christine, started it and they were delivering flowers on bicycles through San Francisco. And now- Oh, how fun. Now now she delivers overnight to the the 48 contiguous United States. Oh, no longer so on the bicycle. You No, still on the bicycle in San Francisco. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it. still on the bicycle. Uh, yeah, so I say, uh, you know, farm girl, you go girl. I love it. Um, so that's a nice thing to do, a plant, mm-hmm. and buy yourself yeah. some flowers. Um, speaking of plants and flowers, turn off your sprinklers. You probably should have already done this if you're living anywhere where it's chilly. It rains a lot here at this time of year. So I just turn off my sprinklers. I tell my clients that I do garden design with to turn off their sprinklers. Uh, If it starts to heat up for whatever weird global warming reason, you Mm -hmm. can always put it back on. But my neighbors, it's been raining like crazy and their sprinkler goes off every night, which is not a good time to sprinkle it. Your, mm-hmm. the water on your plants yeah. anyway. And I just, I'm just holding myself back of just telling them, hey, you know, I haven't thought of a gentle way to do it, but what a waste of water. And it's not good for your plants either. So you should turn off your sprinklers. And if you're new to having a sprinkler system and you live somewhere it's cold, you should really have it blown out so that water doesn't freeze in those pipes over the winter. Oh, good tip. Mm. Good tip. Uh, while we're thinking about cleaning – this is something that kind of, it just kind of eats away at you little by little. And you don't really notice that it's bothering you until you clean it. And then you're thinking, why didn't I do this a year ago or yesterday? And that is to clean out the inside of your refrigerator. I know that bin, the vegetable bin, it just gets so messy at our house. And, you know, you find something under there that you're like, oh, I forgot I bought that (laughs) or something. So that's something that, um, you know, I have to remind myself to do. But I'm so happy when I clean it out. It just makes me so happy to open up and have the refrigerator all neat and clean. And I think while you're also in, in the kitchen, I think it's a great time to replace all your kitchen, your dish brushes. That you use in the sink? Yeah, the and, towels too, mm-hmm, all of towels. that. Like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, you can get those at the grocery store. You could get nice linen ones. Mm-hmm. I just got um, at a, st- a store that I'm going to use as a crush uh, in an upcoming episode, but I just got linen uh, dish towels that were up 50% off, which oh, oh, nice. fabulous. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you might just find something on sale or you could just get them at the grocery store. I mean, that is just a nice feeling to have all new dish towels. <laughs> I know. I recently bought some, well, at our store, Trader Joe's. They they were inexpensive. And I realized that I had a drawer full of 
just bad looking towels. And I just thought, you know, they've served their purpose. I've had them a long time. And it was time. Yeah. Then I just use them for cleaning, you know, if they're not, they mm-hmm. don't look so good anymore. Oh yeah. I, or I take them down to the, the dog shelter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The little ones I don't take, but yeah, they, I don't, mm-hmm. I should do that too. Uh, I always just think of the bigger towels for that. So oh, I, I'm thinking I, bigger towels. Yeah. Go ahead. Here's the thing for your, um, your home in general, make a plan for your decor moves. We're coming up with an episode uh, next that we're going to talk about some specific decor moves that you might want to make for 2020. But Mm -hmm. start to make a plan. Like I've been doing this for, I don't know, probably since around Thanksgiving time. I've been thinking, okay, you know, when the holidays are over and everything's cleaned up, uh, you know, I want to do certain things. And I've been prioritizing and I've been getting paint samples and I've been researching some wallpapers and things like that. Cause I don't, I'm, I won't do it all, I'm sure. And some of it's just even sometimes an exercise in wor- thinking through a project. And sometimes I'll have a thought about a project when I'm out. And then I come in and I'll sit in the room that I was thinking about it. And like recently I was like, maybe I should wallpaper the entry. And I was all jazzed up about it. And I was driving and I was on the car for a while. And by the time I had gotten home, I was like practically ready to, you know, start putting paste on the wall myself. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, but then I walked in and even though I know my house inside and out, you know, you, you don't necessarily know right off the bat, oh, where would that wallpaper end? And what would Mm -hmm. that happen? And how would Mm -hmm. it feel related to the other rooms? And so I sat in there for a little while and I thought, no, no. (laughs) <laughs> it's not going to work. But I going as far as thinking about wallpapering the walls, I, then I dialed it back to I'm going to do something very big and bold with regard to a wall hanging in there. So I'm going to do something to shake it up, not as dramatic as full-on wallpaper because it just really honestly wouldn't work the way mm-hmm. that entry would relate to other rooms. But it's a, a very fun exercise, I think, to imagine things that you want to add to your home projects that you'd like to to start and then work it all through in your mind first. So use January as the planning stages if mm-hmm. you don't have something in mind already. And, um, you know, if, if you – even if you thought about purchasing something and you're not sure, and it, particularly if it's a higher-priced item, you know, take the time to mull it over. Mm-hmm. Research it. You know, see if you can get different price points and whatnot. Make a Pinterest board, make a folder, something like that. And then when you're ready, then you can execute. If you do one sort of spectacular thing, whether it's a home decor project or one spectacular purchase per year for your home, over time, I mean, think about it in five years, you'll have five spectacular projects and five fabulous pieces and or five fabulous pieces of decor that you absolutely love Mm -hmm. uh, that will carry you through. Uh, So I like to plan in January and then start to execute through the winter. Great idea. Yeah. So I have, you know, there's been a few things that I've been thinking about for a while, but you know, life is just busy and you're not sure. And you know, especially mm-hmm. if it's wallpaper or repainting a room, it's a big commitment. So it I is. like to mull it over for a while and then make the decision. But I think this year I'm really ready to make some new bold moves. Oh, I can't mm-hmm. wait to hear about those. But I agree too. You do want to think through some of these big moves, the big ticket items or things that are going to cost a lot of money uh, that would be expensive to go backwards with. Uh, those I think do require some thought because you know you don't want to be making a costly mistake. All right. Well, In Texas, in South Texas, we 
do our emergency kits, we kind of think about that around hurricane season. But I think for most people worried about power outages would be this time of year with snowstorms. Uh, we don't really get those, but I know a lot of the country, a lot of the world does. Uh, so, you know, this is the time to, it's a good time to go in and check your emergency kit. And if you don't have one, put one together. Now is a great time to do that. You know, you're going to want to make sure you have batteries, flashlights, some water, some canned goods, and a can opener that's not electric. Oh, um, good, good point. Or some, I mean, for us, maybe like energy bars, that would work because we'd be happy with those. Uh, you know, anything that you might need in an emergency situation, blankets, maybe some raincoats, a radio, just all that stuff. And you might want to keep it in one place, but for sure have that flashlight someplace where you could get to it if your lights went off uh, out of the blue. And uh, and then, you know, you can have an emergency plan also, but definitely, uh, you know, I think that's the stuff that uh, as time goes forward, you forget about what, what am I going to do if the power's out? What am I going to do if the grocery store is shut down? I mean, we've had a couple of uh, hurricanes recently where we had no, the grocery store, they could not get supplies to the grocery store. We had no groceries for a couple of days. I mean, you couldn't get new groceries for a couple yeah, of days. Yeah, you guys had rough going for a while there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a great Great point. Um, sometimes I am meeting with clients or whatnot, and they, um, you know they're showing me the stuff they have and they want to organize, and there'll be this emergency kit, but it'll be all the way back behind mm-hmm. the yeah. Easter decorations in a bin or, or something like that. So definitely put it in mm-hmm. a place that's easily accessible and a place that you'll remember. But the other thing with the emergency supplies, because I do keep these on hand all the time, I have to go in every few years because- even the canned goods, they go, they get, they expire. Right. So I'm even having to replace those every few years because I bought a lot of hurricane supplies that then I thought, oh, it's, they've expired. Oh, so. right. Well, that's a great idea mm-hmm. to check that. So maybe that's like, you know, mm-hmm. when you're doing the yearly filter change and whatnot, check and see if, if all that goes. And if you don't have an emergency kit, like, somebody named Kelly, then you should have mm-hmm. one. I really have to get my act together on that, considering we could be having an earthquake at any time. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. That and a label maker, and you are ready to attack (laughs) 2020. You got to get used to saying 2020. How long do you keep writing the year before on things? I do. (laughs) Well, since I don't write checks anymore, you know, everything's online. I... I don't even think about it. I don't know. I always feel like I have to fill things in. I don't know. And they're always asking for the date. Um, So, yeah. Well, we alluded to this in the beginning uh, that we're going to have some interesting, exciting things happening at Decorating Tips and Tricks for 2020. Here's the thing, you guys. We love talking to you through the podcast. We love receiving your emails. We love that connection. And we just, we were thinking about, you know, what did we want to do for 2020? And we both sort of came up with the idea that we wanted more connection. You know, we craved even a deeper connection with everybody who's listening. Um, We love doing the consults. We love receiving your emails. We just love when somebody sends an email and says, hey, you know, I have a tip for you, or I just loved today's program and this and that. It just, it makes our day and and it, 
it puts a face to all the people that are out there listening. And so we want to do more of that in 2020. So we've got plans in the making um, to make that a reality. Um, so we'll going as the plans are solidifying and we're really getting um a clear roadmap of where we're going with that. We are going to be giving you more information in the episodes to come. Uh, what is going to be part of this is we're going to be uh, releasing a new show every Wednesday. Um, it's as you have been, if you've been listening for a lot, a while, you realize that our shows have gotten longer. We used to just do a strict 30 mm-hmm. minutes mm-hmm. and now we're going like, you know, we're blah, 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 blah with you for over an hour, uh, which we like better. The, we enjoy the longer format. Uh, we've got some, a new feature coming up, which we're going to debut today. Um, we love doing the listener questions, which I think a lot of you are really enjoying and actually getting a lot of good info out of that in addition to the topic of the episode. So we'll be, uh, again, releasing new shows on Wednesdays. So you can be with us every Wednesday, but they're going to be new ways for you to hang out with us and for us to hang out with you coming in 2020. Um, So keep that in mind. And and during the next couple of episodes, we're going to give you some of the the particulars about that. And our idea is to start uh, the uh, initiating that new program, if you will, um, right around our birthdays. So that'll be mid-January. So today, we're going to start a new uh, feature that we'll have in mm-hmm. every single episode. And this was a great idea that Anita came up with. So do you want to tell everybody about that? Well, uh, we're just calling it our hot topic. And so what I'm doing is kind of searching the web for some article that looks really interesting. And then I thought we could discuss it. And we'll always link to it so you can see, you can read the article, look at the pictures and enjoy it later on your own. Uh, or you can even pause this and go look at it as we're discussing it. But you know, it the, the criteria is that it has to be something that's newsworthy in the design world that we feel like uh, is something that would be interesting to discuss, that we think you would be interested in hearing. So are you ready to hear today's? I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> okay. It's better be good, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It is an apartment therapy article and it is about Etsy announcing their color of the year and other trends that will be big in 2020. And who knew Etsy had a color of the year? Did you know that? Uh, I'm guessing this was the first time. I don't know. I mean, I usually pay attention to what Etsy's doing because I love shopping. Okay, well, we're going to start having our own color of the year because apparently everybody and his dog's got a color of the year. Everybody's got a color of the year. Yeah. So the color of the year, drum roll, is chartreuse. I mean, how how are you feeling about that? Uh, uh, not an easy color to work with, but uh, yeah, it definitely makes a statement. Well, I, right. I mean, and you know, it's interesting when they come up with these colors of the year because you know we always think, oh, it's they've got some leftover paint, and that's the color they're trying to push. But Etsy, I, I don't know that they're selling much paint. No, right? Because usually uh, so, the color of the year is the paint companies, right? Right, right, right. But it's interesting because I think. When I think of paint, some of the colors don't really make sense to me because I'm thinking, really, I don't see painting a whole room in the color chartreuse, unless perhaps it's a small bathroom. But when you're thinking about accent pieces in a room, 
I'm totally down with chartreuse. I love chartreuse. Well, see, it works with you. And you, I mean, you do that with the purple and whatnot. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, I think it could go with your black and white too, you know? I know. I mean, it's not so far flung from the the burnt yellow ochre color that I have. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's. Um, I think it's an inter- interesting choice. And if it is their first color of the year, well, that is a color that turns heads. So good for mm-hmm. you, Etsy. I'll- yeah. And then there were some other things in that article that I read. It was very, it, you know, it was kind of interesting that what okay. they think is happening. Yeah. So I'm going to read you a quote here and then you can... Uh, Put your thoughts on this. And this is a quote from the article. It says, Etsy is calling 2020 the year of purpose and for good reason. The year of purpose is all about making mindful choices and thinking about the impact of our actions. Etsy trend expert Dana Isom Johnson tells apartment therapy over email, shoppers are going to be putting more thought into what they buy than ever before, considering both the environmental and social impact of each purchase that they make. This concept extends to how shoppers will be decorating their homes as they consider the functional purpose of each decorative item before buying. Wow, what a mouthful. And I really am seeing this happening. Uh, And, you know, I, I, I kind of attribute this to the millennials. And I think it's really a great thing because there's so much more to just than just buying a product it, it represents so much more and some companies are so good about protecting the environment and being careful about waste and and being as non-toxic as possible whereas other companies really don't seem to care at all so i think that's nice for for us as consumers to be sending a message to these companies to say, you know, we don't like the way you're taking care of the environment or we don't like, you know, you're just a big heavy polluter or whatever. So I think this is a nice way to kind of vote with your dollars. And, you know, and also I just wanted to say about this, when you're buying something, to not just look at the price because there is something is so much more and we do care so much about the environment and this is where we all live. So uh, I don't want you to just look at the price because, you know, being conscious about uh, all these other things is not going to be the cheapest way to go. So I think we need to be spending money with companies that are going to be making responsible uh, decisions for our earth. Well, there you go. I totally agree. And we talked about that during our uh 2020 trends uh, forecast mm-hmm. back in October. I think one That's of the true. things that you talked about was sustainability. And yeah, so you can definitely speak with your dollars. And um, it's great that people are noticing that and they care enough to maybe spend a little bit more because oftentimes you have to, to get something that is made in a, in a less impactful way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm excited to see that coming. Yeah, the other thing they said was coming was pet wellness, and I like that too. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, you are, are yes. Everybody's you know self care and all mm-hmm. that is very much on the forefront of um, people's minds, and I think we've all just run ourselves a little ragged over the last decade, maybe, and now it's time for a little bit more uh, self care and um, preservation, and now it's. It's going so far as to extend it to our pets. So that's awesome. I was thinking when you said year of purpose, uh, based on where we're going with DTT, maybe this is Mm -hmm. our year of of connection. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that. And I think that is something that you're, we are both very conscious of how we're spending our time and 
you know, we're at a point where we just want to make sure that we're spending it in the way that we want to and not just pushing paper around or just focused on the bottom line. I, I, because I mean, to you, you and I, we're, we're in this for the connections, for the creativity, for the design, for the you know, making the world a be- more beautiful place. And I think that that's really uh, the changes that we're making really are reflective of our values. And I think that's, I'm excited. Yeah. It's all going to be good. Um, I found a quote and I wasn't sure when I was going to use it, but I, th- I think I'm just going to use it today because it's, I think it's so appropriate for everything we're talking about. And of course, this day, this New Year's Day, um, I saw a quote by Emily Dickinson. Um, very simple. I dwell in possibility. Oh, I like that. I love that. Oh. Right. And um, well, you know, it's like my George Eliot favorite quote. It's never too late to be who you might have been. Yeah. And that's very true too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's the possibilities are endless and it's so exciting to be together doing all of this this year. Um, we love it. And here is something that um, I love and it has definitely to do with the new year. This is my crush, my new rifle paper planner. If every, oh. anybody doesn't know about rifle paper company, it's a wonderful stationery and paper company. And I have very particular about the type of planner I have. And I, I, I bet you all had a laugh on one of the other episodes when Anita and I were just, somebody had asked us about how do we organize our schedules. And Anita was all electronic, which is great. And that works for her, but I am all pencil and paper and I love that. And so I'm recommending to you, if you're a pencil and paper person as well, to check out the rifle paper uh, company planners. Uh, they have you know, very large spaces for every day. Uh, they even give you sheets of stickers. There's some folders in the back. It's a great place where you can sort of, I know you're not supposed to necessarily write them down, but I kind of do write down my passwords and so you can hide them in here. And it's just super pretty. Mine is a green background with lots of pretty flowers You're not supposed to it. write them down. You're not supposed to, where, where are we supposed to keep all these passwords? Well, I guess if someone broke into your house and they went right away to your rifle but, planner, they could get all your passwords. I know, but, but I've heard write them down instead uh, of having them on your computer because then someone can hack in and get them there. You know, you just have to live your life. Apparently you have to just remember, yeah. you know, a hundred complex passwords in your head. Mm-hmm. Ay, ay, ay. It's not easy being uh, alive in 2020, but it's so awesome. So what's your crush? <laughs> uh, my crush is something much, uh, is also a low tech thing. It is the Pixie H2O Skin Tint. Are you familiar with that? No, but I have heard of Pixie, but I've never used any of their products. Yes, well, I like their brand because paraben and they're paraben and fragrance-free items, and they're not tested on animals. And we, you know, we love our animals. Uh, so this one is—I thought of it as kind of more of a tinted moisturizer, but it may be considered a very light foundation. But it's a very light touch. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have a lot of that bad stuff in it. And uh, I use it kind of, um, you know, under foundation or in place of foundation. But I've, I've been really enjoying it. This one also contains lavender, rose water, and green tea. And I'll include the link. But nice. I've been enjoying using it. Yes, very nice. Oh, that sounds like good. Always good to have um, skin products uh, that you're told by word of mouth. Because there's just so many. It's yes. so hard to know. What I know, pick, right? I, I mean, agree. obviously, everybody's skin is different. And you have to try it out yourself. But um, yeah, you know, there's just a, a whole world of things that you can choose from. Um, 
Speaking of connection with our listeners and whatnot, we have a newish listener, Barbara B. Barbara um, has a new grandbaby in her life. Very exciting. And she uh, has been emailing us a, a little bit here and there. Gave us a great tip on a female-owned company out of New Mexico producing these really beautiful textiles. So sort of dish towels and napkins and things like that. They're kind of like, almost like a look like a hand blocked sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's Kay and Molly, uh, but Kay is spelled K-E-I. So Kay and Molly textiles. I had a little, I, I was definitely impressed with not only them, their products, I should say, but also their mission. Uh, they operate in a warehouse in an area of New Mexico that's pretty impoverished, and they employ a lot of women from that area, and it's really ch- brought change to their lives. And I was so pleased that Barbara shared them with him. She found them in a gift store somewhere when she was um, traveling, I think in the summertime, and then it went back and looked at their site and then decided that it would be a great thing to share with us so we could share it with all our listeners. So- isn't this an example of shopping with purpose? So it sounds like they're really totally. helping the women in the community. Awesome. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. So if you go to, well, I'll put the link in the show notes, but if you go to their website, you can see, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of pictures of the women that work there and you can see, um, you know, what they're producing and the prices are really reasonable. Um you know, like $12 for some textiles. And um, they also have some tote bags. Uh, really lovely. So thank you, Barbara. And it's been great to get to know you. Um, we're so glad to have you out there listening. And definitely check out Kay and Molly. This was fun. I'm so excited to kick off the new year with uh, Anita and everyone here. It's going to be a really exciting year. And um, we're hoping to get to know all of you even just a little bit better. And in the meantime, remember we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. want to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, any project you want to talk about, any room, any space. We are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon.